Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. One is a distinctive red potion that looks plainly obvious. I'm not drinking that! <laughs> okay. party must follow a twisted road and be prepared for the unexpected in the twisted and the greedy. The adventure begins just as the party has lost the living star, and they must act fast to retrieve it. First from Captain Catapult, the thieving tabaxi who just won't die. Second, from the red dragon, Aurora, who will do anything to win freedom from her tyrannical mother. And third, from a powerful coven of hags that want to devour the turtle and consume its magic. To recover the living star, the party must recover their ship, pass through the gates of the west, and navigate a tangled underground river through an ancient wellspring of magic. This close to the edge of the world, planar boundaries blur and shift, allowing aspects of other planes to seep into the material plane. The party will need to overcome strange and powerful threats that await them in unexpected corners if they hope to succeed. Yeah. So Mercer takes that as, yeah. Okay. Alright, uh, so as you guys are getting ready to dismount from the ship and head into the cave, uh, Aurora has backed away from the entrance. I need perception checks. Oh, I don't perceive a freaking thing. Oh, Celine absolutely does. If Celine does not see this, nobody sees this. Searching through my books, it's the top fucking book. Okay. I still gotta figure out my fourth level spell for soon. Alright, so that takes care of feet, so spells. So this here. Filter. Alright, what did everybody get for the perception check? Ten. That is... Four. I know it doesn't... I don't perceive the notes. Yeah, no, ten and four does not get it. Uh, Celine with a uh, 27. (laughs) And Mercer? 17. Uh, Okay, so Celine is the only one who hears this. She hears two... Can't tell if it's like the sound of a whale or if it's like the sound of some sort of a roar. But she hears some sort of echoey sound that's almost duplicated coming from the cave of the end the entrance of the cave, and it feels like the sound has traveled like the source of the sound is traveling out of the cave. Mm-hmm. As she looks down, she sees two huge creatures swimming underwater. Towards the ship. Where are you at? She gets one action. Um, First and foremost, she's going to turn to 
Um, she's gonna she's gonna be vocal, okay. but she's also gonna turn to the ship. Prepare for battle! Oh, crap. <laughs> Two underwater inbound! Oh, no. Holy freaking crap. Jeez. Okay. Okay. So I need to erase... That, that, that. All right, where does... So at this point, you guys have all healed. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And given that it was a day and a half, Esther should be... Oh, yeah, I got to roll. Um... Hey, there we go, all my stars. Esther should be taken care of from the exhaustion. Oh, yeah. Um, so where do you guys get at on the ship? That's not there anymore. And does the shield guardian stay up here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, because if, if Mercer can, can basically make a free action, he's going to command the, sh- the shield guardian, BB-2, Defensive action. He comes right here behind where Hal is at and just stands there. For the moment. I mean, that's that's honestly the smartest move you could have him make because the guy driving the ship is like the one key person you don't want dead. Yeah. So, yeah. And then where are you guys at on the ship? Because I'm I'm guessing that's not where you're at at the moment. Um, Mercer will be in his ever... Appropriate crow's nest. All the way up here. Buckled in, as always. Buckled in, as always. Did we, did we officially say how tall that crow's nest was? I honestly don't remember. I figure if it's a typical crow's nest, it's, you know... Probably about like 60 feet up. Yeah, high, or yeah high-wise, yeah. Like, are you talking like... The, I'm like, talking height. Oh, um... From the main deck. I think typically about 60 feet. 60 feet, okay. I can, uh, I can go Google to the, you know, rough height if you want me to, but I'm assuming 60 feet's probably... Well, as it turns out, a fallen star is an actual type of ship. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh. Well, that's cool. Yeah, we'll just say 60 feet then. Okay. Um, what about uh, Esther's back and Celine? Celine will be... Where, where where exactly did she see them coming from? She saw them come like this. Uh, then she's going to immediately move to the side center of the boat. To Side center of the boat. Yeah, so center of the Porter boat starboard. on the side. Porter this side? Man. Towards you or towards me? Towards you. Okay. Right so here. that way, because she assumes it's going to come somewhere. Like, can she see where it's going to submerge for or a breach from uh she only saw it for a brief moment as it went back down into the water okay then yeah she's gonna go center so she's the best to get left or right okay so probably more like this yeah yeah that's why yeah that's okay. why i saying center okay what about the back and esther well they're gonna come above decks um of course i figured you were both already okay good. <clears throat> 
Uh, safe assumption. Esther. Swift action. No, draconic. Is draconic? Well, it's a feat. Draconic flight. Yeah, is it an action or can can I use it right now and fly? Yeah, as far as I know. Okay, so she's gonna fly up and be level with the crow's nest. I'm ready closer. for ya. Right, well, we just established that the crow's nest is sixty feet up. So even if she were to oh, dash, she's gonna just twenty feet up then. Okay. <laughs> Come at me, mummers! Okay. And the back's just gonna be ready next to. in front of Mercer. Next to Mercer, yeah. Okay. Keep keep him safe. And where keep did you say the back was at? Esther's 20 feet up by where? the mast. Yeah. The back is next to Mercer. Up in Mercer's the crow's nest? No. Uh, Mercer oh. is oh, up Mercer's at the crow's nest. The crow's that's why nest. I'm getting oh, confused right. here. Okay, no, she's just going to stay where she where she's at on the map then. Okay. Okay. As two hulking sea serpents come ah. up out of the water. Initiative. Well, that plus five would have been really nice. Huh? So that plus five would have been really nice. Yeah. Yeah, probably would have been. Mercer rolled a two. So we got a five. <laughs> and in this instance, Celine rolled a 16. Plus five gives her a 21. <laughs> okay, so 21 for Celine. Uh, Mercer got a five. Uh, Zabak and Esther? Zabak got an 11. Okay. Esther also got a 5. Dexterities. There's a 16 that time. I got a 5. Okay. Okay, so Esther will go before Mercer. And then I got a roll for these two guys. Straight roll. Okay. <laughs> Mercer is not going to go last. Okay. So Celine is going first. Sea Serpent number two is going to go second. Zabak will be third. Esther is fourth. Mercer is fifth. And Sea Serpent number one is dead freaking last. Celine, what do you do as this huge hulking sea serpent comes up out of the water? Uh, first thing she's going to do is she's going to summon her uh, spiritual weapon. Um, oh, I got Because it can float. It's going to go right here. And she's going to shift. moments where I wish I had two of those desk things. So, the spiritual weapon floating here. She shifts from here to here. So they're flanking through the... Okay. Through the beast. Just because I know you'd have a blast knowing that 
This is different. Wait a minute. Nope, that won't work. Never mind. These things are huge, not gargantuan. <clears throat> Darn it. Um, and then as a... So, her spiritual weapon is going to attack. Okay. And that's going to be a 23 to hit. That's a hit. It takes uh, 9 points force damage. Okay. And then as her action, she's going to Booming Blade. <clears throat> and that's going to be a 28 to hit. That's a hit. Sixteen points. So nine and sixteen. All right, now you gotta give me a second to get the calculator out. Hate math. Twenty-five. Still doesn't tell me. Uh, maybe it does. You hit this one, right? Yes. That's number two. Thirty-six. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> okay. So that's Celine's turn. Uh, she hit number two, and it's number two's turn. Number two, not happy now. So, it, it's going to attempt to uh, fight. That's a crit. Shocker. I mean, you can take a look at it if you want to. No, I believe you. <laughs> uh, there's the funny part. She's not going to like this. Oh, no. She's really not going to like this. to grapple. Uh, it'll be in athletics. Okay. I told you she wasn't going to like it. <clears throat> if uh, I hadn't crit, that's the only reason why it did that much damage. Well, that's only going to be an 11, sir. She is grappled as this thing takes bite. Oh, those would be perfect. Mm. Awesome. you go through all of that just to give me something more visual? Because I know you like it, and I knew I had something that was relatively <laughs> close. I got—I I think I actually have two, like, sea serpents somewhere, but I, I would have to go dig, dig. Yeah. You said um, 60... 63 points of damage. Okay. Did I mention this is a deadly encounter? Uh... A little bit more than that. Oh boy. Uh, this is this is this is a bit more than 
deadly. That took her to 13 hit points. Ow. Hmm. Ow. <clears throat> <sighs> okay. Next. Yep. Uh, next up is uh, Zabak's turn. Alright, let's get wrecked. She's gonna just rage and move up to where she can hit the serpent, so she's just gonna scooch over a little bit. She can already hit the serpent from where she's Oh, at. great, so she's just gonna wallop it. Oh, she's not? That's a two. She's really just not gonna hit this thing. Oh, you said you rage. Yeah. So you just wasted a rage, didn't you? Yep, pretty much. No. No, you just have to attack to rage. Oh, attack or yeah, be yeah, attacked. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's within the next round. Okay. Yep. So uh, Esther's turn. Failed. Esther just saw Celine get her crap wrecked. Oh, crap! And then saw Esther just completely whiff to attack. It's a back. It's a back. Oh, man. Bahamut has imbued me with some pretty awesome powers! Give me a religion check real quick. Okay. <laughs> five. Hold on, hold on. Yep, that's five. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Just go. Keep going. That is to say, I reworked my spell list. I'm sorry. You know what? What's, this, what's the difference between a swift action and an action? Swift uh, is basically a bonus action. Yeah, I, where did you get swift action from? That's a 3-5 thing, not a 5. Oh, it... Enervating Breath? I think you read the 3.5 version of Enervating I Breath. I typed 5D and it said 5E. I don't know, well, okay, I won't do that. Whatever. Your breath attacks are standard actions. Target's got to make a dexterity save. So Mr. Serpent Boy has to make a dex save. Which serpent? The one? This oh, one or this one? The browner one. Yeah. This one? No. That one. That one. The snake-like one. Yeah, okay. the sneaky-like. Needs to make a dexterity saving yes. throw. <laughs> That's a 19. Ah, oh, oh, crap, I missed! Sorry! <coughs> Sorry. Your lightning breath? Yeah. It's not a miss. That's a full oh, yeah. damage. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to roll 1d6. I don't want to play this game anymore. What'd you roll? A one? <laughs> hey, I'm up here! Uh-oh. All right. Is that all Esther's doing? That's all she can do. <laughs> Alright, uh, Mercer's turn. Mercer is going to um, use his action to create a force cannon. And then he's going to um, shoot the one that just hit Selene. Okay. And that's going to be a 16 to hit. 
That is a hit. <clears throat> that is ten points of damage and it's pushed five feet. Five feet away. <coughs> All right. Mm. And that's all Mercer can do? For this round, yes. Okay. Sea Serpent number one. Uh, closest target is Zabak, so it attempts to bite Zabak. Oh, crap. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it missed horribly with a 14. <laughs> you just see its teeth come down and and completely miss. But what, what was that? You see her. You she sees this thing's teeth and realizes its teeth are not that much uh, smaller than her. Oh, oh, oh! This is bad. I shouldn't be here. <laughs> All right, back to the top of the line, Celine. Um, so she's currently grappled. Yep. Um. If she wants to try to get ungrappled. Yeah, she is. She'll take her action to do that. Yeah, so it's a contested. Yep. Now here's the question. What's she going to do if she gets ungrappled? She's five feet away from the boat right now. Um gonna go in the drink uh it got it got a 25 27 <laughs> wait no i'm sorry no she's still on the deck the the head didn't move the body did okay so yeah so that's her action so she's able to just kind of no yeah and then she's going to bonus action, spiritual weapon. Okay. That's going to be a 21 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, for 10 points of damage, and her amulet glows. That's her action. Okay. So, uh, it's turn. It sails right back up to here. And goes to bite at her again. Hang on just a second. Here we go. It missed. 17. It missed. Don't sound too disappointing, Kent. <laughs> on this door. <laughs> One swing and she's almost down. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, not good. Uh, well, here's... Yeah, I, I won't tell you about the details. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until afterwards. <clears throat> yeah, because um, you swallow her. No, it doesn't... It doesn't uh, try to eat anybody. <clears throat> no, it's good. Uh, Zabak. All right! Recklessly attack! Thank God I did well. 
the black die is the back, so it wouldn't matter. That's going to be a dirty 20 to hit, my dude. That's a hit. Yes, it is. Oh, you look like you're about to say something. Nope. Got an itch. Sharp pointy object for a scratch. Nails. 18 points yeah, but of... That's sharper. 18 points of slashing Scary. damage. How much did you say? 18? 18, three of which were lightning. Okay. And for my second attack. Hang on, hang on. I really hope a 16 hits. Okay, second attack. Does a 16 hit? It hits. Yes, it does. Same amount of damage. Another 18 points? <laughs> yeah, except two of them are lightning. Wow. Yeah, nice. Interestingly enough, you guys have them at the exact same amount of hit points right now. Oh. Fun. That, that, I've not seen that happen in a long time. Alright. Uh, next is Esther. Oh, man. See, this is why I don't try new things, you guys. Magic missile. I'm going to fly up 20 more feet, so I'm higher up. All right, so you're... You're using the staff, correct? I'm using... The staff, correct? The staff. Wait, which, which magic missile are you casting? Is it a star uh, or is it your spell? It, it's, it's, it's a, a spell... At fourth level. So six D four. <laughs> I remember the last time. <laughs> that was funny. I got turned into a reel. You saw that. Yeah, right? I saw that. It was, it was funny. <laughs> Thirty-seven more times. You said thirty-five. Twenty-one points of force damage. That's like the ongoing joke. Yeah, on um, Mr. Snakey Boy. 37, I told you, six missiles. Um, I'm a one-trick You actually guy. did 43 points as each missile did a slight bit of cold damage with the two. Get wrecked! Uh, 40. Is that what I said? 41? Mm-hmm. See, sometimes it pays to be a one-trick pony. Yes, 43. Okay. And that was to... Which, which one did you hit? Mr. Snakey Boy. So number one. Okay. 43. He really, really did not like that. That's <laughs> like the most damage you guys have done this entire time. To Get wrecked, fool! Well... You know, you have to take a defensive stance, you know, after, you know, nearly dying. You, you, kind you of didn't put, declare a defensive stance. You, uh, you made a uh, get out of the grapple correct. action. And then working on healing. Yeah, but taking a defensive stance is an action. I, it was, can't attack because I got to get myself out of the fire first. <laughs> I'm just being the DM here, man. 
dice. <laughs> it's Mercer's turn, by the way. Uh, Mercer is going to run up to Selene. You mean come down? Oh, that's right. I forgot he's all, I forgot he's all the way up in the air. Mm, uh, yeah, no, he's not. It's in this rare moment that Mercer decided he did not think this through very well. <laughs> um, it was in that moment he realized. He he, yep, but, exactly. <laughs> um, you know what? Mercer reaches into his bag. Oh, boy. Pulls out the potion of invulnerability, chugs it, and oh. jumps out of the crow's nest. Oh, shit. At the sea serpent? Nope. Oh, no. He's going to land right on the deck. Okay. Oh, the potion of invulnerability. Did you read up on the snakes? It gives him resistance to all damage. Yep. Now you know why catapult was so hard to hurt. Yep. <laughs> and he knows this is going to hurt. Oh, boy. So 60 feet. 66. 66. Yep. All right. We ready for this? Yep. There's four, five, six. Uh, well, it's half damage, so this isn't nearly as bad as it would sound. Thirty-one points, so, so 15. fifteen. And for flavor, if the DM will allow it, make it quick. I would like to make a dexterity check to see how well I land. <laughs> oh my lord! If I get to superhero pose, or if I get to just eat it. Please let him eat it. Go ahead and roll. My little caveat is I'm going to add flavor to it depending on what you roll. That's fine. That is going to be a... Uh, Mercer. That is going to be a 12. <laughs> not great, that... but not bad. So he, he falls and just like... Thud. Somehow, somehow, hits the main deck bounces up, lands on his feet, and goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. I made it. Man. Knowing that if he hadn't drank that potion, he'd gone, Oh, absolutely. Ow. You are one lucky man. <laughs> Luck has nothing to do with it. <laughs> and then Mercer's just there, after, as he's, you know, he's kind of doing like that squat of like, oh, that hurt my knees a little bit. <laughs> Maybe too. Kill it! As he stands up. You know, kind of straightens his legs. So, 5, 10, 15, 20. That's as close as that thing he can get. Yeah, he can only move 20 feet right now. Okay. So, he is now... Which way did he jump? Towards Celine. Towards Celine. Basically, fall right behind her. That was his intent. He's right here. A, um, okay, so he meant to land right here then. Yeah, basically, he just kind of like hopped off on it. Celine just kind of like looks back at him and goes, Oh, that wasn't your smartest idea, but not your worst either. So, yeah, let's do this. Accurate. How long did it say that potion lasted? One minute. Okay. <sighs> the worst use of the <coughs> really potion. 
I could possibly use in this game. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Sea Serpent 1's turn. Another bite attack at Zabak. Pray that I miss. Better fucking miss. Uh, no, he got a 25. Oh, shit. So. Well, I guess if I die, I die. Well, I'm not as worried about Zabak as I am Selene. One, this isn't a crit. And two, Zabak has way more hit points than Selene does. And you're resistant right now. Accurate. She's raging. Yeah. That's true. So it's only going to be half damage regardless. <laughs> 31 points of... Um, no, wait, not 31. Excuse me. 38 points piercing damage. I also need a... Um, I also need either an athletics or acrobatics check. As it tries to... Acrobatics? It's going to be a dirty 20, my dude. Okay. Um, you take the damage, but you do not get crap. Uh -huh. 19. Nice try. I already did the math in my head. Thank you. It's almost like half the fangs hit the shell and didn't do anything, and the other half hit your chest and stomach, and that's the part that hurt you. <laughs> Fool, I'm a turtle. No, kind of. And we are back up to the top of the line, Celine. Um, real quick, initiative check. Mercer goes before two, correct? Before this guy? Yes. No. He does not. He is number five in the line. This is number two in the line. Okay. Goes right after Celine. Celine is going to quickly reach into her pouch, grab one of her scrolls of cure wounds, third level. Can she cast third level spells? Mm-hmm. Okay, so she, you don't have to roll for the uh, casting of it then. You just roll to heal. I've been able to cast them for a while. I'm getting oh, her man. scrolls and uh, Mercer's scrolls Six, mixed up. Six, seven, seven, twelve. That was a crappy scroll. Um, and then bonus action, she's going to uh, spiritual weapon. And does a 19 hit? Yes. Then she doesn't, her weapon doesn't like do a flip in the air. Roll to one. <laughs> Lord. Ooh. Okay. Given where you're at, a critical fumble would not be very good. Well, the nice thing is it's a spiritual weapon, so it just kind of floats in the air. It doesn't. Oh, I thought you were meaning her actual no, weapon. No, her action is to use the scroll, so. Okay. It was her, her, her spiritual weapon to. Alright. It's turn. Okay. So, it attempts to bite Celine, and now that Mercer's right there, it's going to try to tail smack Mercer. So, the bite. That is a 26. So, shield. Doesn't hit. Nope. Okay. 28, remember? No, I don't really remember, but okay. <laughs> and then tail smack on Mercer. It's a 13. Misses. Misses without even having to use my... If I roll mm. low, there's a 50-50 chance that it hits. If I roll high, depending on who it's at, it's almost guaranteed to hit. 
unless somebody you know forces you to have to crit to freaking hit um just yeah well no in this case what'd you say her ac was 28 i have to roll a 19 or a 20 still her. <laughs> gosh so you got basically a five percent chance to hit her yeah um, okay, so that was its turn. Uh, Zabak's turn. Alright, time to get destroyed, fool. And stupid me forgot that she recklessly attacked. Yep, and I didn't say crap because I forgot to. <laughs> <coughs> right, so that's going to be a 22 to hit. That's a hit. Yeah, that's better. That's what I thought. 23 points of damage. To number one. Uh-huh. Uh, hang on, hang on. Two of which, three of which were lightning. Okay, so that was 23 for the first hit. Uh-huh. All right, go ahead and do the second one. Oh yeah, that's going to be 21 to hit. That's definitely a hit as well. Mm. 19 points of damage, two of which were lightning. Jeez. Wow, this thing is not looking good at all. All right. Uh, so that was the back. It is Esther's turn. That was super effective last time. I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Wait, six or seven? Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Just checking that you're paying attention. It's 64, right? You kill it. 21 points of damage? Yeah, you killed it. <laughs> it had, when I said it was looking really, really bad, it had six hit points left. Oh, dang. <laughs> I'm helping! <laughs> and she's going to fly another 40 feet, 20 feet up in the air. So now she's six... So now she's level with Mercer. Hey, buddy, what's up? Mercer's I, I down saw... on the ground. Oh, shit. Your I... sense of, like, height is completely... Like, I'm going to fly to Mercer. You can only go 20 feet. He's 6 feet in the air. Oh, well, that was good. Mercer falls to the deck. Oh, yeah. I fly uh, I'm with Mercer. Oh, wait, I forgot you fell. Sorry. I saw you mouth it, but I didn't hear you. What'd you say? I forgot I have feather Fourth fall. level spell for six I... points of... Buddy... I forgot a feather fall. <laughs> That's all right. Okay. Oh, gosh. It's more, it, it, there's more flavor this way when Mercer does something stupid with something extremely potent. Yeah. It, it makes, it makes for a fun moment of like, really? That's how he is. That's how. That's he, uh, no. Between the both is, of you, just doing stuff completely erratic and <laughs> unrelated to each other. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Between Mercer using know. a really nice potion to do a really dumb thing, and Esther doing a really powerful spell for a low amount of necessary damage. <laughs> At least on the plus side, though, you were guaranteed to kill it. Yeah, yeah that's all I really I mean, wanted. So this guy, 
just splatters everywhere and sinks to the bottom of the water. There's that back. Um, As she perches up on the edge of the crow's nest, not exactly standing, using more of her wings for balance. Okay. It's Mercer's turn. Mercer's going to use four charges on the staff. Yeah. Crap rolls. One, two, one, four. I'm so sorry. So, 11 points back. Oof. And as a bonus action, he's going to pop shot the uh, worm. Heck yeah. Uh, the sea serpent? Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a whole 12. To hit? That's a miss. Okay, that's his turn. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, no. He uh, The golem comes up to the side. Because now he can get there. So, okay, were those worms identical in right appearance? There. Yes, huh? and then he's going to proceed okay. to smack it. What'd you say? The worms were identical in appearance, right? Worms? Why do you keep saying worms? The sea serpents? Serpent, yeah. Because I keep calling them worms. W-Y-R-M. Yes, they were identical in appearance. Okay, okay. So, uh, we can extrapolate from that that perhaps they're weak to the same things, yes? You haven't seen any weaknesses so far. Well, okay. Yes. Except for the whole ice Crit. doing more damage. No, ice didn't do more damage. 25 to hit. You cast your spell through the cryo staff, the animated staff, so it caused ice damage to do extra damage. Oh. Well, magic missile just Crit. Force. So, miss, crit, uh, 25, 25. Yeah, other than the one you said actually missed, they all hit. Okay, so then... This guy is gone. So crit first. Twenty-one points from the crit. Uh, eleven points from the third hit, and another eleven points from the fourth hit. So, 43 points of damage. Yep. As it just sits there and just goes, boom, boom, boom. Looks like a rock uh, what, what was that game? Rock'em, sock'em robots. Yeah. set of dice too. It's all good. Just let me know when it's my turn, man. Um, so that was a shield golem on Mercer's turn, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, first. Top of the order? Yep, top of the order. Celine. Celine. So, uh, she's going to uh, booming bit blade. Booming bit? Yep. With a uh, 23 to hit. That's a hit. And then as a bonus action, a spiritual weapon with a crit. Okay. Okay, so that's going to be 
18 points from the Booming Blade. Okay. And then... Ten points from the spiritual weapon. And then her amulet glows. And she heals. How's she looking now? Uh, a lot better. <laughs> from that first freaking fight. Oh. Okay. So it's its turn. She now has... Uh, Multiple things that he can attack. So, know what? Because it's like bigger and more obvious to see, it mm -hmm. tries to actually bite the golem. Yep. Oh. Eighteen hits. Okay, and then it tries to tail smack uh, Celine for a twenty-five. Uh, shield. Okay. So, and then the golem afterwards will have to make a uh, save. For what? Uh, it's an escape, so athletics or acrobatics to avoid being grappled. And it's 18... No. Twenty-five points piercing damage as it tries to bite the uh, the golem. Did the okay. golem make the escape? I am... I'm just looking, making sure. That's going to be a nine. Nine? Nope. He has the golem grappled. And, uh, yeah, give me evens or odds. Odds. 16. He, uh, yeah, he takes a golem and he dives. So, attack of opportunity from Celine. Uh, it's going to be a 19 to hit. That's a hit. Oh, and it takes an extra D8 for moving, for moving blade. Yep. 21 points. She kills it as it sinks down, and you now see BB2 go into the drink. So here's a question before it, because that's before it actually moves. Because it starts to move, it doesn't actually get, doesn't actually move yet. The way I was picturing it was it grabs hold. And whether it dies or not, it just comes down. Can the golem make a grapple to the side of the boat? Uh, I'll give your golem a second escape opportunity at advantage because the creature is dead. Okay. To try to avoid going into the water. Okay, so that with Flash of Genius is going to be a 19. 19. Yeah, your golem's able to catch itself at the rail. Mm -hmm. You hear the scratching sound as the teeth scratch apart 
from the uh, the steel from That's the golem. Fine. It's just <laughs> and then goes into the water. Okay. So to get you, uh, so Esther and Zabak see this thing try to pull the shield golem into the water. Oh. And Celine is able to do one final attack on it as an attack of opportunity, <clears throat> and it just dies. And yeah, she nearly clocks it. Nearly took the golem with, but the golem caught itself. Nice. They proceed to take the next four rounds to repair the golem with men. All right. Um, At that point, (coughs) Hal is still up at the helm, and he goes, Okay, um, we should take the opportunity to try to go into the cavern. Are we ready to sail in, or do you guys need a minute? Go. Let's go! So they let down the last of the sails. Once again, the wind kicks up. The sails catch the wind. And you guys go into the waterfall that's falling up. You kind of feel the ship go up a little bit, like going over a speed bump. Mm -hmm. And you guys go into the cavern. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, You guys sail through the cavern for few hours actually so if there's anything you guys want to try to do in those few hours now's the time to do it other than seeing yourselves inside of a cave hmm. um, it's dark so you're gonna need some sort of source of light especially if you can't see in the dark <laughs> is there a finial on top of the main mat oh that won't help us never mind Esther's gonna drop down about 50 feet and then catch herself with her wings and land gracefully upon the deck ha <laughs> Before we okay. enter the cave, then uh, there should be. I mean, in theory, most ships have lanterns on them. Mm-hmm. True, light lanterns. Okay. And then Celine's going to um, essentially take a short rest and use up some of her hit dice. Uh, so wait, Esther. Without using up any spell slots. Uh, um. We got hags oh, yeah. to go kill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So never we mind, need to mind. preserve what magic we have left. Right, 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 right. So that's... Uh, let's see, it's going to be eight. Seventy-six. Six. That was a crappy roll. There we go. Okay. Celine uses three of her hit dice. Of the four she can use. Okay. And she's fully healed again. Zabak merely shrugs and says, I'm ready. Three out of the four she can use. You guys are like level eight. You, you should only have... use half during a short rest. <clears throat> so I can only use up to four. I thought you could use up to your max. Uh-uh. Why did I think that? And then, of course, Mercer with his 15 points of damage, he's going to use a couple of his hit dice. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, there we go. He uses two and he gets healed back up. All right. Um, I need to look at something real quick before we proceed. Just give me a minute. Like, if there's any reading or storytelling, feel free. I just, I need a minute. Okay, so as you guys continue through... Uh, you begin to notice that the stonework, while still 
it's haggled, raggled, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. look. It doesn't look like anybody carved anything other than somebody helped kind of dig their way through into create into this cave. Ooh. You begin to notice that the stones have slight little, not massive amounts, but every once in a while you'll notice a small twinkle of reflection from one of the lanterns. Ooh. And as you continue to pursue in, those twinkles become more consistent to where you're just seeing several little reflective spots of stone all around. It's not enough to light anything up, but it's enough to be very noticeable. Uh, and then somehow your ship comes to an abrupt stop as it bumps into something. Oh, yeah. Not enough to damage it, but enough to make it stop. And in, in time, the eerie phosphorant river dead ends at a magical force field, stretching up to the glittering crystal-studded ceiling and down below the water's surface. The barrier is woven from two different colors of magical energy, blue and orange, and releases an audible hum that vibrates uncomfortably within your chest. Although the way ahead is blocked, smaller tunnels and tributaries, too small for your ship, branch off of the river leading deeper into the crystal caverns um anybody who's able to and wants to can give me an arcana check i will well both will esther will try oh boy i don't think her efforts are gonna amount to much tell me what you got eight. mercy 24 eight no 24 yes uh Celine with a 14 14 yes as well um, you can determine that the magical barrier is of the abjuration school. Um, you can tell that the intensity of the magic has to be coming from some sort of powerful artifact. And you can tell that it is far too powerful for something simple like a dispel magic spell to uh, dissipate it. Um, based off what you've seen physically happen, you can tell that due to how powerful this magic is it's impossible for anything to pass through these barriers mm. so your next best option seems to be the obvious one and that's to disembark from the ship and explore the tunnels that branch off from this main streamline yes So, okay, so what are our options? Left, right, up, down? Left or right? Mercer votes left. Yep. Okay. Do, 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 do. Okay, so you guys, the four of you, decide to disembark from the ship. <coughs> Excuse me. And take the uh, left tunnel. Um, how tall is this tunnel? Uh, let me take a look. Well, it's obviously tall enough for your ship to fit into. Uh, wait, are you talking the main tunnel or the smaller tunnels? Main tunnel. Main tunnel. Um, about 100 feet tall. 
and about a hundred, hundred feet, no, fifty feet of clearance on either side. All right, uh, BB two comes with us. Okay. Um, he will be acting on your turn during initiatives. Yep. Um, speaking of which, on the ships before we leave, <clears throat> um, he goes up to Bolo okay. and goes, I got two tasks for you. Alright. One, pretty simple. I need you to move the scrap metal from here. No, what? Never mind. I can take care of scrap metal. The second thing I need you to do, which is the only one thing now, I need you to mount the ballista. And I pull the ballista out of my bag. Uh, can I make a suggestion for you? Yes. How about you put it in your bag and take it to where you want to set up at? Well, yes. I, w I want it right here. I need you to put it together while I go walk. Okay. Where on the ship is right here? Um, I want it just off the front. On the back side, in the upper corner. Right here where these barrels are? No, just in front. There? Yep, because it should be, in theory, it should be able to, like, is it swivel? Does, does it does it swivel it or swivel? Uh, yeah, you can get about a 45-degree turn movement either way. Okay, so then 45-degree would be that way or straight forward, so yeah, right there. No, 45 degrees is... From this way, you can go 45 degrees this way, or 45 degrees this way. Yeah, so I'm saying if it's pointing like this, 45, 45. Oh, you're one. Okay, I, I see. Just off the front and off the side. So if anything's back here, it's not going to be able to hit it. Correct. Okay. But I, I just wanted to make sure that you understood that we're talking this or this. Yeah, so I, want it, I, want it, I want it intentionally set up at, a, at an angle. So that way I have full movement and even technically a little probably, you know. Okay. Because if, if it's already pointed this way and you go 45 this way, technically it'll probably shoot back a little bit. Right. And forward I can shoot a little that way. All right. So you guys, so Mercer unloads it. And, and sets up the, or gives them all of the uh, ballista bolts. Right. And he also states that, you know, because you're facing this way, if anything comes out, point the thing and just give her heck. Okay. And so... Now, just to be clear here, you have it set... Did you intentionally set it up on the right-hand side of the ship despite saying you wanted to go into the left-hand side of the tunnel? I It's just for... for um, straightforward and to the right, just okay. So it wasn't okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So um. Bolus is like, all right. We'll get we'll get her set up. I need two other sets of hands up here. And that re right. that reduces his inventory by three hundred pounds. <laughs> so, um, just to. As a DM note here, you picked up a huge armory, and your crew is not the most armored individuals. So. Oh, yeah, I, I dump off the whole, like, yeah, it's, like, I, I set up the little room for it, you know, probably at some point, like, while we were traveling, 
like okay. beforehand. But yeah, so I drop all that stuff off. Okay. I'm like, if you need it, it's there for you. Gotcha. I'm kind of assuming that this front area right now is like your guys' armory because this isn't being used for anything mm -hmm. else. Yes. So, you know, all the all the armor, all the short swords, you know, the battle axes, back, the... Yeah, the the whole kit and caboodle. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all there now. So, you know, actually a little, little more than three hundred pounds of. Okay. But this way, he he's not he's not at full capacity for. What's on him? All right. So you offload that stuff. You guys dismount the main ship. I'm assuming take a rowboat to the nearest shore on the left-hand side of the main tunnel. Mm -hmm. um, as you guys get to that point and you're roping off the longboat, you can all give me another perception check. Okay. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh, nice. Uh, Mercer got an 18. Celine got a 25. No, 26. Okay. Uh, let's get these guys all off of here. Esther got a dirty 20. She's a bag. back got a 10. I don't have that anymore. There's part of me wants to know how those uh, lizard folk turned out. Huh? The lizard folk that the the merchants. Oh, that uh, that tried to foobar me, and I foobarred them. You gave them the cursed greedy bug. Yeah. Well, you said something about a coastal newsletter, and I'm just like, you can believe that exists. That doesn't make it exist. <laughs> no, but it just it would be funny that. Uh, find out something like somebody got really really screwed over for trying to do something stupid it'd just be it'd be funny it'd just be like yeah and you hear that of the that there was a ship of lizard merchants who activated a magic item and then their ship was torn asunder <laughs> <laughs> what you get for giving me a Worthless piece of crap. It's not completely worthless. It's, a, it's like a one and done shield. It's like I use it and then I throw it at you. <laughs> and then I grab my real shield. Alright, so for the moment. Maybe I should have this through a little bit differently. Perception checks. Uh, and Mercer and Celine were the only two that saw it. Uh, they begin to notice as they are dis getting the ship tied off or the rowboat tied off and everything. They begin to notice a lot of those sparkling spots turn out to be small things of crystals. 
are starting to slowly move. Oh. Uh, can I make like an arcana to see if I, this rings a bell at all? Um, if you want to, sure. Uh, it's going to be a 21. Okay. What What are you... I'm trying to discern why they're moving. Like, is it, is it something magical in nature? Is it... Um... Uh, you do know it has something to do with magic. Um, you know it probably... It has something to do with harmonics as well. Mm. But you just... Like, they don't... They're not acting like they're interested specifically in you. <clears throat> from an arcana standpoint, what I know, like, are these elementals? Because they are um, of magical nature. I mean, with a 21, that's pretty high. Yeah, let me... Let me statistics on them. Uh, yes, you do know that they are some sort of an elemental. But they seem more like a lesser form of an elemental as they are clusters of small crystals that as they move around their sh their shapes and stuff resemble some sort of a creature like shape that would be at least two arms or two legs a head or maybe a tail of some kind the interesting part about each of them is that they're all giving off different frequencies of harmonic sound and a single resonating sound consistently okay it's nothing super loud it's it's almost like a low humming Do they appear like they're coming towards us, like they're potentially aggressive? No. They're not showing any signs of violence. Okay, so Mercer's going to use his amulet to get his ten, or his ten temporary hit points. Okay. And then we're going to proceed to move around them. Uh, okay. Or attempt to. The golem will be in the back, by the way. Alright, so... Who's going first? Esther and Selene? Uh, Zabak and Selene will be yeah, in the front. that's what I meant. Um, Mercer and Esther. Yep. And, and then, then the golem. We're moving at 20 feet around. Okay. So as you guys are moving and trying to move around them, you do notice that they slightly kind of move with you somewhat. And it's almost like an on-off switch of the harmonic sound as it's... This is a stupid puzzle. It's not a, it's not a puzzle. Oh, thank God. It's just... It's <laughs> one of those things where there's very limited capabilities, so they have to make do with what they have. Yeah. Well, basically, we should be able to potentially move fast enough that we get around them. Mm-hmm. And my golem can easily step over it without stepping on it. Okay. Um, 
Um, so as you guys start to come down this tunnel here, yeah, one you notice that one of them, just like almost a, almost like it's as if it were ethereal in nature, moves into here, moves out to here. This one moves in, moves back out to here, and this one sinks down into the ground and moves to right here. And they're just, like they're doing humming, but now they're also making different motional movements and shapes with their crystal bodies. Okay, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, like help, or don't go this way. Like, no! Not necessarily. Uh, let's think here. So, say like where I'm sitting right now yeah. is somewhat the entrance to the gate. Yeah. So, would mean that right here was the main tunnel going in. So, it, you see it move its arms here, does like a waving sound, and then does like its hands separating something, and it's still doing the... Uh, humming sounds that don't have any particular pattern about them. Um, can I make a survival check to see, or a nature check to see if I can discern what the heck these things are even doing? Like, uh, understand them in any fashion? Well, you know that aside from the movement, here, here's what I will do. I mean, it looks like they're trying to tell us something, but I, I don't. Correct. From a character perspective, or from me personally, I don't understand. I, My character should be able to roll an insight or something to discern it. I'm trying to get to that. Give me a freaking second here. Give me an intelligence check. And if any of you want to do this as well, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, might as well try. Oh, does the bat got a natural 20? Uh, it's going to be a 23 for Mercer. Okay. What did Esther and Celine get? Celine only got 10. Esther got like a five. A five. Okay. So a couple of things start to stand out. Uh, one, you're seeing movement and patterns. Mm-hmm. Two, you're hearing harmonic sounds mm-hmm. at different frequencies. Between movement and something that could be portrayed as some form of music, the concept of dancing starts to come to mind. The concepts of performance start to come to mind. So, uh, the two who made the check, Zabak and Mercer, if you guys want to try and do a performance check. Okay, Zabak's gonna do a little jig. Oh, Zabak can't dance for shit though. Uh, what would this be? Acrobatics? Performance. performance. Oh shit, yeah. The actual Ooh. skill, performance. <laughs> 13. Uh, I'm going to give you a plus yeah. five. Uh, 13 makes it. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well I gave her a plus five just in case. Okay. So my insight. 18. Or flash of genius. However, Mercer only gets a four. Okay. Aww. So Mercer can't figure it out. Zabak, however, starts Whoa, to watch how, wait these, a second. how these things are moving. Starts to move with them. And somehow you're starting to see certain patterns that you normally wouldn't have noticed. As you're getting the impression of a, a combination of harmonic sound and movement patterns mm. that translate into a very rough, basic form of communication. Mm. And it's ba- they're basically telling you 
the barrier is bad mm-hmm. and they're offering help to try to remove the barrier. Oh, hey. These boyos are, are going to help us. And she explains. Huh. That's what that's what that meant? I I thought they were doing the wave, you know, like uh, uh, it made no sense to Esther's me. Esther's like, but. man, you <clears throat> So, so you pick up on three basic things. One, the creation of the barrier is preventing the cryos from naturally being recreated by magic. Two, there's two points of interest that are creating the barriers. And three, if you can get rid of that, you get rid of the barrier and you allow the cryos to naturally be able to recreate. Yeah. And I say recreate because... It's not like your standard form of reproduction. These things are literally created via harmonic sound and magic. Oh. Cool. Yeah, I mean, you're the one that understands this. Ask them how we do this. All right. Uh, well, uh, Zabak attempts to gyrate in a way that says, how do we do this? <laughs> um, ooh. That's going to be a 17 for my performance check. Okay. What is happening? What is my life? <laughs> I'm dancing for the pretty lights. <laughs> why do I... Why do, what, what's that interpreter of dancing oh, yeah. that you see the people that do yeah. like for all like... Just yeah. flailing about. Like, it means the swan dives over the fountain, or you know, whatever. It's an expression of the inner tor- tor- turmoil they face when when faced with the decision of sure or plain. Yeah. In the ice cream parlor. That's how I envision you at this moment. So, um, essentially, on how to do it. Uh, you have to destroy the corruption in two crystal lodestones, which are what are creating the barrier, plus a crystal nexus point, which is farther in. Ah, destroy two crystals. Got it. No. Oh. Destroy the corruption Whoa. in the crystals. Mm. Zabak explains this. Uh, Mercer and Selene are also thoroughly reminded of a room from back in the Temple of the Arched Sky. Oh, no. Remember the big crystal room that didn't do anything, and then Mercer went to check it out, and he got hit with radiant damage, and went, Oh, no. Ran back in and slammed the door. Vaguely. (laughs) Mercer slept a few hours since then. (laughs) He tries to forget those type of things. Well, he took an interest in the crystal then, so... I'm assuming he's taking an interest in the crystal now. Yeah, I mean, he, he he's, like, he's just curious now how he's going to remove the corruption because he doesn't have any magic to do that. Right. Um, okay, so you are walking into what is known as the Tangle. Mm. Now, Celine may, but she'll have to prepare it. It'd have to be another day. Uh, so the lighting situation within the tangle is dimly lit through phosphorite waters of various rivers, as well as crystalline tunnels that reflects this light. Um, the ceilings are going to vary between 10 feet and 30 feet, uh, with an average height of 15 feet standard 
floors in this area when present are composed of smooth crystal and uneven levels of irregular angles. Um, anything involving a dexterity acrobatics check is going to be at disadvantage. Uh, any walkways and floors that are adjacent to water are going to be considered slippery and treated as difficult terrain unless you succeed in acrobatics check. And if you fail that, you're going to fall into the water. Uh, um, one key thing that's going to be important, I don't think any, either of you have a character that does anything like this, but if you cast any sort of a spell that involves magic with a different plane, uh -oh. um, when you cast that spell, it's going to be empowered, so you'll be treated as if you're casting it at two levels higher than Ooh, you. Man, cool. yeah. Ooh, actually, I do. I think. So, for Celine's fourth level spell that she took, mm -hmm. Banishment. Maybe. Is that considered as magic that comes from another plane, like a conjure creature spell or something? Uh, no, it sends them... It basically banishes them from this plane. Okay. I'm going to say no, because that doesn't... It's not like you draw upon energies from another plane to cast the spell. Uh, Why do I have two things of... Uh, spells... Abjuration. You attempt to send one creature you can see with the uh, within range to another plane of existence. <sighs> uh, I guess not really. That's what I was looking for. Hey, this is Kent, your Dungeon Master. Do you make stuff for 5e tabletop role-playing games? Maybe it's content like a new monster, an item, new spell even. Or possibly you make other stuff for 5e games. Miniatures, maps, whatever. Our podcast is opening up sponsorships for your business. And we want to help you advertise what you have and give it a first-hand experience by players for players. So contact us on our Facebook page at the LARP channel or email us directly, dragonbornwarlock at gmail.com, and let us help you. So basically, you're going to be traveling through the tangles uh, inside the cave, mm -hmm. and this is another one of those random roll scenarios. Uh, da, 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 da. The other thing that they tell you is, since you're headed in this direction, the lodestone that you'll approach is 
uh, three hours worth of travel time away. What I'm going to tell you as the DM is whoever is leading the party is going to be the one who's rolling the survival checks. What if two people are leading the party? Uh, you need to determine which one's going to be the leading. <clears throat> well, Zavac, how is your... Uh, you said survival, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. How is your survival skill? I'm... <coughs> eh. My survival uh, is if, if not we're, If we're bad. talking levels of like 1 to 10, I'm, I'm a about, 4. I'm about, at about a 2. <laughs> so it should be me and you can assist me. Probably, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well played. Well played. Okay. Happy about Jack Wilkins. <laughs> All right. So Celine will be making these survival checks with the assistance of Zabak. Okay. So once you finish that conversation, the, the they've come. You've come to understand them to be referred to as cryodes. So the cryodes all kind of shift their way back into the stone and sort of disappear. And once again, it's as us, but they're almost semi pseudo ethereal as they just pass through the stone like it's not even there. Melt the stone. All right, something like that. On our way. So first hour. Wisdom saving throw. Survi- or not saving throw. Excuse me. Survival check. Okay. Give me the assist. All right. Ah, oh, you can do it, friend. Yes. You, you know things. You're smart. Natural 20. First hour, nothing happens. Second hour. Roll. Helping you, friend. Oh, no. no. You failed me on that I'm one. I'm not helping you. But on the plus side, it's 22 for me. Second hour, nothing happens. Okay. Sister assist. Uh, let's go. Yes. Ooh. That's a twenty-three. Okay. So on the third hour, you're a great you're a, a great assistant. I think you. You don't come across anything excessively difficult. That was actually way quicker than I anticipated. However, you yeah. come across something quite interesting. As you're coming through the tunnels, you're you're going past what looks like little outlets of rooms and sort of things. And in one small outlet of a room. I guess the real question for you is, in any of these little outcoves that have little rooms, is there anything in all the ones that we have seen, has there been anything that is, you know... Yeah, remember, Mercer, does it catch his eye? Because if it catches his eye, he's going in there. No, it's a really nice idea to let me actually finish what I'm going to say, because I probably am going to answer that question before you even ask it. Well, you said multiple. You said we, we've passed multiples. Yeah, up to this point, no, you have not seen anything. So that's why I was asking. Okay. Because, you know, if we passed them and there was something in there, absolutely would have stopped. And I would have told you about it. So, just making sure. <laughs> but then again, you also made all your rolls, so no, you didn't stop for any reason. I would have if I saw an alcove that had something in it. You didn't tell me that they were there as we were passing by. Because you made your rolls. There was nothing for you to see. <laughs> Same. <laughs> no, but this is actually something that I do want to add into the game. And typically you have to fail on your saving throw to come across them. Mm-hmm. But I just really want you guys to come across them. Okay, so this is one of the alcoves. This is one of the alcoves. You guys have been following this trail this way. Yep. So here's these two... Here's these two. 
Here's these two. And in this little alcove, you, uh, well, Celine and Esther are the first ones to notice it. And I'm not going to make you roll to see it. You guys just okay. see it. Nice. Uh, there's a very bright glow coming out of that little five foot by five foot alcove. Um, as you notice a crystal that has, that looks like it has forced itself out of the wall and is just now setting on the ground. Uh-huh. Roughly about six inches in size and about two inches in diameter. Does it look vaguely familiar? No. I know what you're talking about. No. Yeah. Right. It does not. Um, but it is giving off a very white glow about it. A white? A white glow. Well, Celine's going to pick it up. All right. And hand it back to Mercer to look at it while they walk. All right. He can give me an Arcana check on it. I assume this is considered magical? Mm-hmm. Very much so. 18. You can discern that this crystal has a one-time use ability to almost to create what would be the equivalent to an explosion of light. You um, almost had me there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had him at explosion. And you're discerning that it has to impact something, so it's a best guess that it has to be thrown. Or catapulted. It, or catapulted. And then when it impacts, creates a burst of light that is blinding. Huh. is like, I think I can use this. Hmm. All right. So that's the first one. Second one, you guys continue moving up. We get to right here. Now, I did this on purpose. Six little squares in this larger alcove. So up to six opportunities to find interesting stuff. And out of that six, there's two. In this side, once again, it's a back and uh, Celine that noticed them. <clears throat> Who is one very interesting crystal that is of a pinkish color with blue and purpling veins that Ooh. flow through it. Yeah. All Ready. giving off uh, a glow similar to the uh, minor light effect that Mercer can cast that creates like a five foot radius of light. Yeah. It's giving off a natural five foot radius of light. And the other crystal sitting in this room is the exact same thing. So two of those crystals. Well, uh, so back doesn't grab them. Celine will grab them and hand them back to Mercer. Okay. Arcana checks on both if you're going to investigate them. Okay. Yeah, that's a 27. And a, and a 26. You pick up the sense of wild magic surges involving these crystals. Except you get the impression that it's sort of like... Uh, it feels more like um, similar to when you grab an, an item out of the Arcanum and it allows you to cast a spell just by using it. Yeah. Or like how you cast a spell using a scroll. You just... Feels like the same thing there. You can use the crystal and you can and just be able to. It's almost like casting a wild magic search. Okay. Alright. Now to get up to 
these things, okay? guys get to right about here and I'm kind of hoping I'm reading this right um, we do make note that BB2 cannot make his way in there yep I send him back all the way back yeah I mean he, he, he's gonna know how to get back okay because I mean he, he's not gonna do me any good here because he can't get through and I have no way to shrink him, so... You don't want him to just wait at the entranceway? Uh... Back here, or back over here? And you know what? Yeah, just have him... I, I tell him... Attack hey. anything that attacks you. That works. If nothing attacks you... Let it be like a statue. Just leave it alone. <laughs> yep. That works. All right. All right. So as you get into this room, the area around what is what you've come to know through the cryodes as the cerulean lodestone is filled with the smell of ozone punctuated by the stench of foul concoctions. Hmm. A child's pained cry echoes throughout the passageway, followed by a merciless crackle. Uncomfortably, bright light suffuses the area. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. So, jeez, <coughs> oh, we're just shooting right through this, aren't we? Uh, you guys can all give me a perception check. 
15 for Mercer. Celine got a 9. 7 and 16. Uh, the 16 makes it, what were your... 15 for Mercer and 9 for Celine. Okay, so the 15 and the 17 both make it. As you hear a female voice saying something, but you can't make out what she's saying because she's almost whispering it. What language? Uh, common. Okay. Periodically, though, it will kind of sound like she steps into a different language of Elvish for just a moment. Okay, like one or Elvish. two words. Ooh, she doesn't look good. Is his head turned around? Uh, you're looking at his back. Yeah, but it looks like his head, like he's facing me. No, that's that's uh, that's stitching on the back of his head. Okay, yeah, because from here it looks like two red eyes, like it's just staring at me. I'm like, it's watching you, James. Ooh, the miniature is watching you. Hey, always watching you. It always feels like somebody's is watching me. Um, and as you guys start to pay a little bit closer attention, she just continues to talk about um, matriculation, that feasts of feasts that fuel the transformation of hag daughters into full, full hags. Ooh. And I have to. Uh, what do you guys do? Uh, I mean, I, Celine is going to come in because this is where the lodestone is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, she's going to come in. Does it look like they're doing anything to the lodestone? Um, you're noticing discharges from the stone is coming off and hitting this thing. So Celine's gonna basically, she's gonna walk in and be like, "Leave the lodestone alone. <laughs> Prepare for fight. Thirty feet." Okay. So she walks in. Yeah. I assume the back follows suit. Oh yeah. Right. So yeah, I move in thirty feet. Or does something happen as soon as I enter? Okay. Uh, when she turns around and looks at you, you see a elf-like woman who clearly appears to be half of an elf, half of a night hag. She has sunken eyes, needle-like teeth, and slimy skin. Oh. And... Oh, she has to be stopped. She needs to be smashed. Uh, 
And that's when you also take note that this fleshy looking creature appears to also have pieces of scale mail woven into his skin. Mm. Yeah. Or I should say it's skin. So the, the 30 feet that I, I'm coming in, right. I'm going to go straight to her. Okay. Well, when you said something, that's when she turned around. Correct. I just wanted to let you know what she looked like before you before you got... Because that's what you did. You came in and... Leave it alone. And then I make my 30-foot move. Right. So... Well, this all happens at the same time. Give me just a second. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> uh, she simply cackles for a minute and goes, <laughs> Looks like I won't be the only one transforming... Come, Grimwall. Let's have some fun. Now initiative. Oh, man. See, I don't appreciate that. See, I should be able to get up there before we go into initiative. When you walked in and said something, that was the equivalent to a surprise round. Oh. Buddy! Ah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 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 Okay. Plus five helps, but not... Not when you roll three. Bless you. Oh, I should probably erase this. And that. Uh, and then I need to bring up. This will be the last thing we do tonight. There's no such creature in the monster manual that specifically says elf mage. Whoever the heck wrote that. Fully on you. But that's the next closest thing. Okay. And that makes more sense. Okay. Do, 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 do. So, that's my one. And then, all right, go ahead and start telling me you guys got I'm going to also be looking up something else 8 for Celine 13 for Mercer 8 for Celine dirty uh-huh. 20 for hang on hang on and a 13 for Mercer yep okay what'd you say dirty 20 for Esther and a 16 for Zabak okay get this guy up What is Esther's AC now that she's no longer, she doesn't have the dragon resilience from her other? What do you mean? There was something about your draconic bloodline that gave you an increased uh, AC. Mm. And now that you're not that, you've lost that. Mm. I think. 
I don't know. Because you were originally minus one, so. Because you're originally the Draconic Bloodline, which then gave you the Draconic Resilience. But you're no longer that. You are the... Uh, yeah. Are we talking about the aspect from the Sorcerer archetype? Yeah, divine or whatever. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Okay. Sorcerer. So, Draconic Resilience allowed your AC to be 13 plus your dex modifier. Mm -hmm. So, now it's going to end up being 10 plus your dex modifier. Because you don't have Draconic Resilience anymore. Oh, fuck me. That's what I was wondering. Now, the oh, kicker is, if you take Mage Armor, you can essentially have that back for a uh, limited time. How <clears throat> long the spell is active. Which, on the plus side... Selene has eight scrolls of mage armor. Oh, nice. And then if you also take the shield spell, like Mercer and Selene have been, you can increase your AC for a round by another plus five. So what's your AC at, then? Thirteen. Okay. We're back to being the super squishy caster. Yep. So back to what uh, Mercer said to Esther last session. Stop getting into melee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so it's going to start with the elf mage, uh, followed by Esther, then the golem, the flesh golem, um, then Zabak, then Mercer, and tailing up the end will be Selene. So she. <coughs> Right away. Is going to cast Mage Armor herself and increase her AC for the time being. How dare her use my tactic! <laughs> Uh, hmm, hmm. Sorry. Oh. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't care if you believe it. No, the fact that she did it. You're saying sorry. I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if you don't believe it or not. Sorry. <laughs> okay, and. That's going to be uh, her turn. So, uh, Esther's turn. Okay. Okay. See, what's going to happen here is... Um, Rolithin Psychic Lance! This is the last fourth level I can do, I think. Or the only fourth level I can do, yeah. Okay, so I need, they need to make. Is Psychic Lance a cone or a line? It's a lance. 
But does the spell indicate a cone or a line or multiple targets? I think it's just a single target. It just, yeah, it's one thing. Okay, so I'll, which... I'll, I'll tell you here target. in a second. I just need to know who you're targeting it at. I am targeting the witch lady. Okay. And... I don't know what the track is. Intelligence save. Okay. Can I borrow 2d6 things? Well, maybe. It's going to be a 24. Oh, I don't need those. <laughs> so half of seven is three. No, you still roll seven. It's just the damage oh. is halved. Oh. Well, okay. Now, had you... Uh, she not saved that. That would have been a fantastic spell. Because <laughs> we would have. Bruh. So, 24 points have just 12. Okay. Psychic damage. <sighs> well, I tried. Is gonna stay way in the back. And it is Big Dude's turn. And he's just. That's who I should have (laughs) hit. As soon as Esther hears him groan, she's like, oh shit. 25, 30. And he goes to just wail on Saloon. Oh shit. Two slam attacks at her. Both miss. You can tell he's not very intelligent. He's just, he's not even looking at her. He's just. Wow, buddy. Well, closer inspection, this guy looks like a really messed up version of a Frankenstein. Uh, And now it is Zabak's turn. All right, well. Less. Time to face my rage! And she proceeds to rage, of course. Okay. Ooh, that's gonna be a 14 to hit. That's gonna hit. Okay. He didn't have that high of AC. Here's a question for you. How are you getting to him? Like, what are you, like, Am I not right there? No, he's oh. right in the front. Excuse me, ma'am, and she kind of slides past. Yeah. It's slightly uncomfortable, but you can get to ah! It's just shy anyway, I, can, of I can't move to flank him, can I? You should be able to. Oh, okay, well, I'll flank him then. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, well. Okay. Moot point. 22 points of damage, four of which are lightning. Give me just a second here. Oh, the outside of game me knows what's going to happen. The inside game is just like, oh, no big deal. Okay, so you said 22. Mm-hmm. Four of which were lightning. Okay. So you hit him with the weapon. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like it did nearly as much damage as you thought it was going to. Oh, that's not great. That being said, 
the spot where the sword hit, mm -hmm. as the lightning applies, mm -hmm. causes the wound to start to close back up. Oh no, don't hit him with lightning, I suppose. So, I gotta pick a different weapon. <laughs> I love how you worded that. Me out of game knows exactly what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I don't think you knew about that. I don't think I. Well, maybe I didn't. Uh. 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. So 75. Okay. And it is Mercer's turn. Oh! That was only my first attack. My bad. <laughs> Grabs the warhammer and swings it one-handed. Whoa! I'm at advantage, so I'm gonna throw the next one in. Oh, that's a natural twenty, my guy. And she's gonna try to smash him with her warhammer. Okay. So. Okay, that's uh, six points of damage. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Eight. Eight. <laughs> I grabbed the warhammer. I crit. Eight points of damage. Oh wait, it's the roll damage that's doubled, right? Yes. Okay, so ten points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Not a whole lot better. I'm tired. Here's the other real question for you. Mm. Not magical, is it? Sure isn't. Zero Let me damage. Into my what? Zero damage. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, you're right. No, I didn't. Oh, crap. That. I did even worse than I thought I did. These are a little nicer than the 3-5 ones, though. Because the 3-5 ones, if they got hit with electricity, they gained haste. All right. Uh, it's Mercer's turn. Mercer is going to shimmy through the party and get to the, well, be the right side of the golem at this moment. Right to here? Uh, that's his left side. Oh, it is right, so right yeah. to here. Okay. And, um, you know what, screw it. <clears throat> oh wait, okay, so no, never mind. He can get to right here without taking the attack of opportunity. How's that? Right there, that's a space. Yeah, but he'd have to hit this space to get to there, because this is all solid rock. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to get attack of opportunity. Sorry, I was... All of a sudden in my head, I'm thinking this is back is the... The zombie. She's just a different uh, form of it. Yeah, a slam. Not really a zombie. Just not entirely, totally 23 to hit Mercer. You're a zombie shield okay. as he walks by. Oh, thanks. Okay. And then he's, uh, for this round, he's going to use his action uh, to create a force cannon. Okay. And bonus action, fire. Uh, the hag. Okay. 
That's going to be a 17. That's a hit. Hang on a sec. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Uh, six points and push back five feet. Ready. And it is Celine's turn. Spiritual weapon. Since she's already flanking. Okay. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I take it back. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30. Yeah, okay. She's going to put the spiritual weapon directly behind the hag. <laughs> and that's going to be a 19 to hit. Hit her? Yeah. Okay. She takes uh, 11 points of damage. And she gets cracked in the back of the head. Yeah. Ow. And then uh, actual action. Uh, booming blade. On the big guy? Yep. And that's going to be a 22 to hit. That's a hit. Now, what weapon is she using? The Berserker Axe. Okay. Um... So that's twenty-two points. Twenty-two. Yep. Yes, that weapon is very magical. Celine takes two points of lightning damage as she realizes that the air around here is very highly charged. And she's wearing metal armor. Plate armor. That's right. Does well, wait a minute. Mercer should have taken that too. Because he's got scale mail on, doesn't he? That's roll. Four points. I forgot all about that. Does Mr. Monster McMonsterson take the damage too? No. Stupid hag. Hag has nothing to do with it. I'm blaming the hag. <laughs> um, at the start of the round, everybody, not everybody, um, it'd have to be Mercer and Celine, both have, because they're wearing metal at the moment, have to give me uh, con saving throws. Magic? Oh, very much so. Okay. Let me double check. Uh, Mercer. Oh, it's just I don't. It's not on charisma or not or on con. Uh, Mercer is going to get a ten. That's a fail. And Celine is going to get. 
a 21. Okay, so Celine makes it, takes half. Mercer takes the whole pit. Uh, 11 points lightning as the lodestone discharges electricity. And two of those bolts hit Celine and Mercer. Uh, Celine is going to take five points. Do I get the impression that, uh, like, if I move away from the lodestone, I will be... No, because you saw this discharge everywhere. It's just the two primary beams hit you two because you have metal on, so it attracted the electricity. That's fine. Uh, Real quick question, though. Okay. If Mercer would take his mithril staff and jam it into the ground, is there a potential that he could use that as a lightning rod and pull the charge to it instead of his, to himself? Under normal circumstances, yes. In this room, because of how heavily charged there is with magic, no. Okay. Worth a shot. Nice idea, though. Uh, da, 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 da. So, top of the line, her. She... Spell very quick. I need Zabak and Celine to give me dexterity saving throws. Mm, this is bad. Oh no! That's really not good. How does a 7 treat you? Uh, that's a fail. How about a 12? That's also a fail. I kind of expected that. Okay. Two, four, six, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. This is a very, very nasty. What, what is it? It's lightning bolt at ninth level. At ninth level? She is, yes. Wait. Uh, no, I, I'm sorry. I messed that up. I that, was going to say. That's on me. That was my mistake. That is permanent death for us. <laughs> nope, that was a mistake on my part. I misread that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. We're only level 8 going against something that's like 17 or 18th level. Maybe we should not do this. Let me back up here for a second. That's way too many dice. 
I'm going to re-roll that because there's no way for me to accurately glad I re-rolled. Be very, very glad that I re-rolled. back you're raging so right yeah uh, so that's half so, I mean yeah half damage I tell you, I'm not, 28? probably yes. not gonna die as it heals the golem oh, yes the golem's cuts and wounds begin to heal up dramatically oh no 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 Her turn, so it's Esther's turn. Oh no. I don't know what to do. Kill the hag. I'm trying, man. Rip a star. Go booby boom 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 boom. Ah! Okay, now you're pissing me off. She needs to die and so. die quickly. You're ripping a star off your room. It's 7d4. I know, I need two more d6. Or, what am I doing? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what am I doing? Being Losing your head, that's what Apparently. you're doing. I thought you had enough d4 for the star. Or do you not anymore? Let's see. I do, I do. Get fucked, bitch! Lord. <laughs> We're, 25 we're, points of damage. Reaction. Shield. Hey. And you, literally, this is what you see. She looks at you, shoots her hand out as the shield spell appears, oh, and no. then flips you the birdie. Bitch! Uh, big dude's turn. <laughs> and... He goes to take one swing at Zabak and one swing at Celine. Actually, we'll just do it this way. So Zabak, that's a crit. Celine, uh, misses. So for the crit. These. 
18 points bludgeoning damage. To whom? Zabak. Was that already halved? Mm, no, that was doubled because he crit. Oh, so nine. Okay, nice. So yeah, he just... Oh. Now, while it didn't do a lot of damage, you felt a solid connection where he just... Boom! Don't scuff my shell! It's more like a shot right across the jaw. But... Oh. Okay, where are we at? Uh, it is Zabak's turn. All right, now... Did I say battle axe earlier? You said warhammer. Oh, I did say warhammer. Okay. Drops the warhammer to grab the battle axe. All right. I'm tired of playing games with you. Yeah. Oh. That's right. I'm flanking. So get wrecked. Well. Okay, so she's like, oh, that's right, the bladed oar, and whips that out to try to smack him up the head with a 14. She just barely hits. D12, okay. She doesn't get any bonus damage to that, though. It's okay. Ooh, that's not bad. That's going to be 16 points of damage. Okay. That's not, it's magical. That is magical, okay. Mm -hmm. You said 16? And for my second attack, which is an 18 to hit. It's definitely gonna hit. Full damage! I'm so happy that's 19 points of damage. Okay. Um, How do you like me now? Geez. Now that I've worked out the kinks. It's 35. 16 and 19. Uh-huh. 35, yeah. Ooh. That was all just standard damage, right? That wasn't any anything special. I mean, it doesn't because it's not because it's not because I'm not standing in water, so it's not gonna do that extra ice damage. Okay. Alright, so that was Zabak's turn, Mercer's turn. Mercer's going to uh, look at the hag and proceed to cast Thundering Ray. Thundering Ray? Yeah. Oh, As the he element. Takes a scorching Ray and converts it to Thunder. Gotcha. So you just changed the name of it. Of course, it's Mercer, it's what he does. That needs to be a homebrewed spell right there. Mercer's Thundering Ray. <laughs> um, that's going to be... Yeah, that's going to miss uh, entirely. A 17 is the next lowest. Uh 17's going to miss at the moment because her shield is still up. And then a 22. 22 will hit. Dang it. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be seven points of thunder damage. And then in bonus action, force cannon. And that's going to be a 17. So that's going to miss. Smacks that stupid shield. How dare you use my tools against me. <laughs> You're going to walk into an area of intelligent magic and not expect something like that to come up out of the woodwork? 
uh, a caster can dream. Uh, Celine's turn. Uh, Celine is going to move her spiritual weapon to directly behind the hag again. It can move 20 feet. And then bonus action, smack it. And that's going to be a miss. Okay. And then uh, booming blade on the uh, golem for a 25 to hit. That's going to hit. Seventeen points. Seventeen points on him. Yep. All right. Why do I keep doing that? At a quick glance, how are they looking? Once you finish your math. Uh, her really not good. Him, after that last hit, he becomes extremely enraged as he looks like he's in a great deal of pain. So both are looking really bad. Yes. Okay, good. All right, that's her turn? Yes. Uh, okay. Before we get any farther. Oh, her amulet glows. Uh, she's also going to take two points of lightning. Mercer's three points. Okay. This round is the off round, so nothing happens. Her turn. see next turn. Can you combine Booming Blade with a ranged attack? No, it's no. a melee attack. It specifically no. says melee. Does, okay. I don't have the dates written down. <sighs> she screams in one final roar, My child! Avenge me! And she goes to cast another spell. I need saving throws from dex saving throws from Zapak and Selene once again. Yeah, that's gonna do it. <clears throat> 17 for Selene. That's gonna be a dirty 20 for Zavak. Alright, so half damage to both of you. Quarter damage for me, because I'm raging. Haha. -ha. Damage fourteen and seven for you. Mm -hmm. So wait, did we just kill the witch? No. No, but she knows she's about to die. <laughs> uh, when did she cast the shield spell? Was it uh, on Esther's? Turn. But it was on Esther's turn, right? It's passed already because it's her turn. 
at the start of your turn, it fades. So since she just cast the spell, mm-hmm. that she no longer is shielded. Oh, uh, Esther's right after her anyway, so, okay. 16. Yeah, it goes to the start of their turn anyway, so mm-hmm. wouldn't have mattered. So depending on what order you're in, that might not be the smartest move anyway, because... Yeah, it really, it's, you know... Okay. But if you have a bunch of people focusing on you, then it, you know... <coughs> depends on how you want to mitigate damage. <coughs> Alright. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's her turn, so Esther's turn. Can I do I have line of sight right now? Of who? The witch. No, you do not. I'm gonna move up so I've got line of sight. Alright, so the closest you can get to line of sight would be right here in front of the golem. That's fine. Yeah, let's go for it. And she's gonna uh, whip out something she hasn't used for a while. It's my burning short bow. It does an extra three, it does a 3d6 fire damage. What? Yeah, I got it. It's short, it's, it's a, I don't know, I don't know where I got I don't remember where I got it. It's a, it's a short, it's a sh- short bow that does also 3d6 fire damage. So I'm just calling it a burning short bow. Okay. That's not a dragon forged armament, is it? I don't think so. Oh, well, maybe... No. No, because that was my mithril staff that got. Well, you guys found several dragon forged armor. Yes. Well, at some point, I came across a burning short bow. I don't know if it's a dragon forged armament or not. I know she has something that does fire damage, but. Okay. I don't know if it's. Well, that's important because if it's an armament, that's only going to work one time. If not, then I really need to know where in the world you guys found that. I don't remember where I got it. Eat this. Bitch! She's gonna shoot a flaming arrow and hope to God she hits her. Ah, I used the wrong dog, but that's okay! That's an 18 by itself. (laughs) 18 plus what? Your dex modifier. Yeah, so that's gonna be a 21 to hit. Yep, but I can't get past that, yeah. (laughs) Get fucked, bitch! Remember, kids, even though they're sleeping. Right, 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 right. Hmm. 11 points of fire damage. You had your dex modifier with that, right? Oh, oh. 14 points. Because for some reason, they'll let you add your dex modifier to a rage weapon, but not to your spells. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Okay. Did I explode her? Uh, you caught you. The arrow shot hit her in the chest <laughs> and caused her to start burning from the inside out. <laughs> at that point, the arrow is destroyed, but she's still on fire. And you see her quickly from the flesh and the bone just incinerate into ash. That was way more effective than I thought it was be. And she retreats behind uh, Celine, praying. That's to gonna be an attack. Pr- yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, just as long as you're aware. And he crit on you. And you did. I'm gonna die. Oh, you won't die. You're 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 not gonna get very far. You're gonna go. 
<laughs> and laying on your face. Yeah, there's no way I'm staying up after this. <laughs> 28 points bludgeoning Yep, damage. she's down. Oh, fuck. Is she at zero? Oh, yeah. Okay. So she... I have another potion! <laughs> falls over. She is in death saving throws. Yep. Okay. But, but you heard her yell about the potion, right? Yeah, no one here has the medical to... I have a potion. Have to force drink it. Oh, shit. You got lucky force feeding a potion to Celine. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, Golem's turn. Uh... Yep, one swing at each. He's not smart enough to think tactically. Um, Maybe I shouldn't definitely have missed his back. Square. Uh, I think missed Celine too. Twenty-two. Yeah, misses. Yeah. So he misses both, both of you. What? I don't have. I only have twenty AC. Huh? Zabak only has twenty AC. I rolled a two against oh, Zabak. Oh, I thought you said a twenty-two. I'm like, what? Twenty-two was against Celine. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So where are we at? Um, it is Zabak's turn. Oh crap! You took down my little friend. Because he's too dumb to move, so we're not flanking him. Yeah, you are. You're flanking I, with Celine. I, I know. He since I said since he's too dumb to oh. move. Well, and you that... want to roll again because you may get a twenty. Okay, so this 24 hit. That's right, it's a d12. I haven't used it in a while. Hey, oh, that's not bad. 15 points of damage. No, 16, 16, sorry. 16. Because I'm two-handed. <coughs> Beating about the... <coughs> Okay, I can look at that. That's uh, gonna be a 25 to hit. Okay. And, oh, not great. 15 points of damage. And once again, he is in a great deal of pain and becomes extremely enraged. Was a back. Mm -hmm. Mercer's turn. Mercer looks at it. Looks at the flesh golem. And he is going to finish it. Firebolt it. With a 22 to hit. Dang. That's a hit. Uh, 18 points fire damage. Okay. And then bonus action, Force Cannon, which is going to be a 26 to hit. That's a hit. For an additional uh, 6 points. Oh, frick, I should have moved to the Astral Plane. Okay. Still up. But not by much. Celine's turn. She has to hit it. She kills it. Yeah. 
And she's flanking, so there's like no way. Yeah, it's gonna be a twenty-six to hit. <laughs> she kills him. Ha ha! Just outright. Wham! Ooh, with a nice uh that's twenty-five points of damage. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. She swings into this thing and you just see all the stitching fall apart and the insides of death and decayed body parts. Go oh that's everywhere. nasty. If Esther were awake right now, right. she'd agree with me. That's nasty. It's like Oogie Boogie with all the bones. So Um and then as for that, then she's going to her amulet glows and she looks down to Esther and goes, Be healed. So you gain uh twelve hit points back. Uh, uh. Okay. Um, Thanks, man. You guys can give me a quick investigation check into this room. Cool. Uh, it's going to be a 23 for Mercer. Bam. Investigation, he says. And a 20 for Celine. Okay. That's going to be a 9 and a 14. <coughs> okay, so all but the 9 notice it. Oh, nice. Where the, the hag was at, some of her ash has slowly started to brush away, and you see a small box left where she was standing at. Oh, what's that? I was going to say, Mercer's going to, of course, go over and look at it. Inside, he finds four different... Um, you, you would assume potions, but they're all in different bottles with different types of lids. One of them is a distinctive red potion that looks plainly obvious. I'm not drinking that! Okay. Fool me once, um, can't get fooled again. Ones, uh, a black is a bottle of black glittering dust. Second one is a bottle of a gritty oil. And the third one, it's also a black glittering dust. Okay. Anything else? Insider ash? That's it. And what about on Big Ugly? No. But you still feel the effects of the electricity in the room, so you're thinking it's probably a smart idea not to hang out in here for very long. Yeah. So you guys head out of that room? Yeah, there's nothing else in the room that we can see, is there? Like, that's relevant? No. Okay. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.